You're listening to The Body Beauty Show, a podcast brought to you by Artemis, your partner in aesthetics and wellness. My name is Austin Evans, and I am your host. Let's get started. All right, listeners, viewers, this is going to be a bit of a different version of the Body Beauty Show. Today is going to be a rapid fire bang bang through some questions for the one and only Maxine Drake. If you do not know who she is and you are in the universe of all things spa, let me just tell you, you are both in for a treat and you are both, well, up to this point missing out because she is an absolute and utter rock star. So with that and in the spirit of staying bang bang, question number one, are you ready? Let's do it. All right. Can you start by giving us a high-level overview of your career history? Okay. So since it's supposed to be quick, I've been in the industry over 30 years. Uh, Started off as a massage therapist, esthetician, spa owner, multiple employees, moved over to being a number two rep for a skincare line and then director of sales for a European professional line, and then saw a pain point that esthetician owners needed guidance with business and marketing. And here I am in the coaching world. Bang, bang. Look at that. And there's so much more to it, but needless to say, you are what they call a veteran, a maven, one who probably knows most things in the world of all things spa. <laughs> true enough. No, true enough. That's what happens when you've been around the block and on the planet for as long as I have. So there's there's something good that comes with that. Absolutely. Amen. All right. So question number two, here it is. What are the three top misconceptions surrounding finding high value clients? I think the top misconceptions for finding high value clients for estheticians is Number one, they believe they can't find them, um, that they, um, they won't find clients that will pay what they have offered. The other misconception is that it's just them. How could they charge X amount of dollars for a service and attract this, this client so-and-so down the block can charge that, but they can't charge it. And then number three is I'm not an expert. That's a misconception, right? Um, so there you have it. Beautiful. Number three, what are some of your surefire ways to find high value clients? Well, number one is position yourself as an expert. How do you do that? You start talking about your expertise. You start blogging about it. It is your message. Um, The other way is through ads. There's various ads to attract clients. And then my favorite 
is, of course, referrals. So when you have your A list of clients that you love, 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 we want to ask for referrals from those A clients, not our D clients. Got it. Number four, in your experience, what are high value clients looking for in terms of professional beauty services? I think that high value clients are looking for results, right? They're looking for to be taken care of by the service provider, by the esthetician, by the massage therapist. They are willing to pay whatever the uh, service provider has set for their fee, as long as they are receiving the results and, and, um, and they're satisfied with, um, with those results. So deliver results or don't deliver anything at all to your high value clients. I think so. I think, well, I mean, they also want to be taken care of, right? So there's lots of other little things, but this is like the rapid, quick, quick, um, and, and results is number one. I think that, I think that people today are, will pay whatever to remove that hyperpigmentation or clear that acne because it's been, it's a huge pain point. And if you can help them do that, if you can help the consumer do that, then it's a win-win across the board. Yeah. All right. Number five, what are some of the things that you do to retain high value clients? So some of the things that estheticians can do to retain high value clients would be to go the extra mile deliver unbelievable world-class customer service. What does that mean? Sometimes it means to think of those clients' needs before they ask. And then, of course, set them up on a, on a program, right? So pay close attention to what it is that that client is trying to achieve, clear acne, get them on a maintenance handle hyperpigmentation, get them on a maintenance and move them from treatment plan to treatment plan based on their pain points. Number six, what technological developments have you seen that can help with finding high value clients? Well, I love technology because it can expedite um, some of the treatment plans, let's just say. So um, I love that it's constantly evolving, right? So there's just new ways to help clear acne. There's new ways to handle hyperpigmentation. There's new, new ways to... Uh, diminish those fine lines and wrinkles and the sagging and the loose skin. So um, I love, I love watching our industry as it grows and evolves to see what's coming up, what's new, what's um, and what's going to stick. And this actually bleeds into number seven, which is how do you keep up with the technological advancements in the beauty world? You know, to keep up with these technology advancements, you really, you want to do your research. You know, you want to do your research. You want to speak with uh, 
with spas and owners and other estheticians who have brought said technology into their own practice and ask questions. But I mean, I think keeping up with research, going to events, learning, uh, trying to experience and getting demos would be great. Got it. Number eight, five to go. And we're in the home stretch. If you were trying, if you, or rather, if you were trying to select beauty tech technology yourself, what research would you do? Well, if I was looking for a specific technology, um, I would, I would investigate the company. I would look for what type um, of education they offer. How do they care for the service provider? It's you know usually if we're buying into technology, it's we're gonna we're gonna spend, we're gonna invest, right? So what does that come with? Does that come with um, really good ed- education? What are the reviews on this company? You know, uh, what are people saying? And lastly, uh, can you interview some spas that actually have this technology in and do some deeper research into that to make the educated decision of whether or not you want to go for the purchase? Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. All right. Number nine, what are some of the service offerings which make sense to look at as it relates to adding beauty technology? Well, there's two that come to mind that are just not going away and maybe even three. Um, first, the number one is acne. So anything that is going to help you um, improve or cut down on time, um, help the client um, uh, achieve results faster if they're trying to clear acne. So for sure, acne. And then of course, of course, age prevention, you know, um, I hate to say anti-aging. I just feel like it's such an overused phrase, but age, age, um, age management, what, what can we do to help, um, slow down the aging process and then I think the, the third would be any kind of pigmentation. You know, it's such a big thing. So those top three, I just don't see going away. Excellent. Number 10, what is invasive versus non-invasive and why does it matter? You know, it's kind of a loaded question, Austin. Invasive versus non-invasive. It is and it isn't, right? I mean... Uh, I guess invasive would be anything that's like breaking the skin barrier, you know, cutting, puncturing, things like that. Serious downtime, uh, needing serious recovering time, whereas non-invasive is going to be also helping with those improvements, but not necessarily uh, is tied to any kind of serious downtime. If that makes sense. It does. Two to go. Two to go. Number 11, why is revenue per hour important when you are running a beauty business? You know, revenue per hour is important because there's only so much time 
in the day. So we want to maximize that time while we're with a client. Um, and so if we can invest in tools and technology that will help us maximize where we're able to charge more and deliver better, that is going to be overall more profitable to the owner. Yeah, your numerator or denominator stays the same 24 hours, but let's see if we can find ways to increase the numerator so that you're uh, earning more per hour. All right, this is the last question, number 12. What is class one versus class two and why does regulation matter as it pertains to class one and class two? You know, it's really, it's really, that's also like a tricky question because it's so different from state to state. And it's, it's, um, but the big thing is, is class two devices usually recommend or um, a, a medical director is needed to bring into your spa. Now that can, can be another, uh, another layer because there are certain states that say you can't just sign off this medical director. They can't, you can't just float them the paperwork for them to sign off on the charts. They actually have to physically work in your spa. So it just depends on your state. However, that adds an, an extra stress to a spa owner because now you're going to pay big bucks to have that medical director on your team, so to speak, or, um, you know, so to, to bring in that class two device. Um, and then class one, of course, is some of my favorite for estheticians because they can relax a little bit. They can still deliver amazing results with class one devices. They don't have to bring in a medical director, saving them a ton of money. And, um, you know, so those are the two big differences. And then as far as regulation, that is going to vary from state to state. I think, um, you know, and everyone's going to have an opinion about regulations, you know, like, I think we should have class two. I, I am a little bit more conservative. I like to stay within our scope of practice. If you are bringing in class two devices, you know, you just do it and, 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 um, and bring on that medical director, but know that there is class one devices out there for you that could probably be less of an investment for you to bring in and, you know, have peace of mind as an owner and you're still delivering the results. Love it. Look at that. 12 questions knocked out in 14 minutes and 29 seconds. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. The most knowledge per minute in the beauty world <laughs> brought to you by Maxine Drake. All right. Well, Maxine, let's not leave the listeners hanging. I know this is a short one today, but if the listeners want to connect to you, find out more about you, et cetera, where can they find you? They can find me at maxinedrake.com. You can uh, grab one of my free offerings and get to learn a little bit more about me. Beautiful. 
Well, closing note for me, if you are looking for a new YouTube channel to subscribe to, you can subscribe to Artemis Distribution uh, on YouTube for more videos and content like this. And on that note, Maxine, thank you so much for the time. And uh, again, the most knowledge per minute on this side of the internet. Thanks for, uh, for joining today. Thank you. Thank you, Austin. All right. You take care. Take care. If you're looking for the latest in aesthetics and wellness equipment, check out Artemis.co to learn more about how we're helping beauty and wellness business owners take their business to the next level without the costs and